0: Hey guys, how's it going? Mike here for the Otakuology Podcast. And welcome to this bonus podcast. Mike's Invincible Podcast. That's right. We are back. Sorry for the name changes. I know it can can kind of be a little confusing. We are back. Uh, I know I've taken off the last couple weeks. Life's just gotten in the way. And I really haven't had the time or the quiet place to record these bonus podcasts for you guys. So I'm very sorry that I haven't been able to do that. Uh, I feel kind of bad because I know people, there are people who enjoy listening to me talk about the Invincible podcast Well the Invincible comic books. This is where we talk all about the Invincible comic books. And today we are on issue. What is this issue? I forgot what this issue was. Let's look at the cover. We are on issue seven. If you don't remember what happened in the last episode, Mark and William went to go look at a college, and bad guys randomly attacked. There's a robot guy kind of randomly, randomly attacked. And William found out that Mark was invincible. He obviously put two and two together. And at the end, uh, Adam Eve found something horrible, but we don't exactly know. Know what that is? What can that be? Who knows? War well, comic opens up with Mark dead asleep, and the narrator is like, "You know, some people got to sleep a little too hard because uh, they've been doing their superheroes Saturdays, and you know, at all hours of night, basically." So we shift our focus to Midnight City. 9 o'clock a.m. Who would be up at 9 o'clock a.m.? I don't know who would be up at 9 o'clock a.m. But we are introduced to this new city. We see these two 'er ne'er-do-wells trying to break into some specific place. And they're using this weird-looking kind of drill. One brother is talking to the other brother. And he's telling him, hey... Look, uh, things have been getting really interesting in the city ever since the Midnight Magician succeeded in his suicide mission three years ago. Nobody has really been in this city. The government has been paying people to, like, move away. So the only people who are staying here are the crazies and the people who, I guess, don't really want to move. So this frees things up for us because it's always nighttime here and we can pillage and rob and loot whatever we really want then out of nowhere darkwing dun 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 shows up and he's like I wouldn't be so sure about that and we see the uh, two brothers kind of freaking out and you're like, oh shit I don't know what I'm going to do the fat one the one who's been here for a while He's like, fuck you, bro, I'm leaving, you're on your own. The little brother who looks like a dirty reject uh, from possibly Woodstock, I don't know, or maybe a gin Xer, who knows. He kind of looks like a, he'll be in like dreadlocks and stuff like that. He's got some really goofy looking dreadlocks going on, and he gets caught. Um uh, big guy who looks like Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force without a mustache. Um, he decides to come back and puts a gun up to Darkwing's head. And he's like, look, I'm basically going to kill you. And he starts talking. He's like, you know, you can't do anything against me. I have, my, I have a gun placed up against your temple. What are you going to do about it? You know, and Darkwing dispatches him. Oh, so easily. Calls him a chatterbox. Then we get a. Signal or message from the Guardians of the Globe saying that Darkwing needs to return to base. He says he's on his way. And we actually get this really cool shot of him running and jumping and like leaping off a building. And he's like wing jet. And the wing jet shows up, which is basically the bat plane. And. He gets in it and he's like, he tells his butler to be like, hey, contact the police. I'm leaving, getting out of here, going to the Guardians of the Globe. I actually like this art. The artwork actually changed from the original um, Cory Walker art. And I forget who exactly does this art, but it looks very reminiscent to say maybe like a Darwin Cook or... um, May may maybe kinda Todd McFarlane esque. Batman the Animated series, maybe. It really looks like a lot like Batman the Animated Series. I don't want to say Todd McFarlane, because it's not really Todd McFarlane-esque. I guess maybe in the detail on the bad guys it is. Um But I really like this 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 artwork shift that we get with this Little story here, and then we move on to Moscow, where we see a woman being mugged for her purse. We see a whoosh, bad guys are beat up. Oh no, what happened? Then we see this electrical supervillain and he's like, ah, I'm gonna kill you you know, woohoo supervillain defeated. A kitty is stuck in a tree. Oh no, the kitty's gonna, gonna fall and get stuck in the tree. He's gonna fall. He's gonna fall. The little girl wants his, her kitty saved. <clears throat> wow. Magic kitty. No, it's not Magic kitty. It is Joseph, aka the Red Rush, who is doing a little superheroing while he is on a picnic. With his, I believe, wife or girlfriend, and she is having a really intense conversation with him. And he can't, I guess, can't really bear to listen to it. I don't know. Anyways, while they're having this conversation, Joseph, aka the Red Rush, Red Rush shows up laying on a picnic uh blanket, because they're having a picnic, nice picnic, in his Red Rush costume, and she's like, God damn it! I told you. I would like to have one day where you aren't superheroing. Can't we just have a nice moment here? He's like, I'm sorry. Changes back. Right after that, you get into a little argument, a little spat. And we have... What do you know? Guardians of the Globe, summoned to 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 the little clubhouse. He's like, sorry, I gotta go. You know, duty calls and... His girlfriend really, his wife or girlfriend, looks shaken up and sad. that She doesn't get to spend time with her significant other. That's sad to see, honestly. But honestly, that little joke is actually pretty funny. And that's that's done very well in the TV show, I might add. I actually really like it in the TV show. But that's funny. Then we move on to Boston, of all places. So, we are in Boston, like I said before, uh, and we see a woman. um, She had a very, seems like a good night of passion with her girlfriend. She's getting dressed, and uh, her girlfriend's making breakfast, and she's like, oh, man, if I would have known every morning was going to be like this, I should have come over more often, you know, and... The girl, her, her girlfriend's like oh i hope you would say that and they have a little she kisses her on the cheek then bam smash crack you hear by the gods and you see this woman and she's like F- you must flee my love and then the woman's like be careful this we see this weird jacked up gladiator looking guy And he's like, you have to come back. Your mother is so worried about you. You know, we find out this is War Woman. And War Woman is a fucking badass. I'm going to just say that. And she's like, no, I'm not coming back. Tell my mother. I go where I please. And they have this big, awesome fight. I love the artwork in in this issue. Very, very reminiscent of jack kirby got the kirby crackle all over the place very very big paying homage to the king jack kirby which i personally love i always love seeing a good kirby kirby crackle a war woman is very much like a wonder woman or big barda type of character and he's like no i won't go back they have this really cool like knockout drag out fight all within A good two pages, which is pretty surprising. Um, She beats him up and she tells her girlfriend, hey, sorry for the damages. My company will pay your landlord to fix everything. Why don't you go and pick out a nice big place for the both of us? She's basically telling her, hey, go pick out a new apartment because this one is not working out for us, apparently. And she's like, oh, okay, I will. Who, who, would, who would just be like, hey, go pick out a new apartment? You know? We get attacked. Go pick out a new big apartment. You know? And, oh, my book's about to fall. And we get Guardians of the Globe. Report to the, report, report. We need you immediate, immediately, type of thing. So she goes off again. And then we go to Atlantis. Probably... One of my favorite panels in this entire book. Now, this next part, we are in Atlantis, and you guessed it, we have the Aquaman esque character, the analog to Aquaman, who is a fish man. He's just sadly, looks like he's dozing off a little bit. He is sitting on his throne on Atlantis. Looking a little discouraged because he hasn't seen action in some time. We get the guardians of the globe. Um, we need you immediately a uh, little signal to send out. And he's like, Finally! Yes! Gotta get some action. I guess uh Fishman does not get a lot of action if you know it's it's a little weird. Then we move into outer space. We meet um, Martian Man. And Martian Man is teamed up with the the Green Ghost. And they're trying to take on this alien menace. And they're having a little hard time doing that. So Martian Man is a little hung up. He's tied up in these tentacles. And um, we see him telling the Green Ghost. And he's like, quick! You know, you can take care of this whole situation you can um basically phase through objects he's like oh yeah i forgot i can do that and they quickly dispatch this weird looking worm looking alien it's hard really to say he's like a robot worm and we find out that the green ghost is actually um a legacy character to an extent he is new to the whole superhero Aspect of you know superheroing and they start talking, and you know, Martian Martian man is like, hey, you know, you're going to learn how to control these powers, you know, we're gonna help you, you know. And Green Ghost is like, ah, you know, I, I hope so. You know, we I don't really know what I'm gonna like how I'm gonna learn how to learn how to do this and whatnot, and we see them change back to um their normal civilian forms and how green ghost does this he throws up and he throws up like this green rock and like it's really disgusting um i don't envy anybody who has to become the green ghost um it just sounds really really bad having to swallow something and throw it back up every time you want to change and fight super villains and they, too, as well, get the signal from the Guardians of the Globe. And <laughs> the Green Ghost is like, hey, you think I, you think I got time to watch this, this, this rock off And he's like, I'm afraid not. Martian Man's like, I'm afraid not. And <laughs> you see this weird, like, look on Green Ghost's face. And he's like, god damn it. I fucking hate this. <laughs> like, you can tell that he hates being the Green Ghost. So, after we leave the Green Ghost and the, um I want to call him Martian Manhunter all the time, but it's Martian Man. We are high above Denver. and We see the Immortal, or Immortal Man, I think it's Immortal Man, I think it's just called the Immortal. Um And he's like, I thought I got rid of all you silly supervillains. And we see the supervillain, he's very must, much like, if you took the Vulture... From Spider-Man and kind of mixed him with the Rocketeer, but he looked ridiculous, you would get this guy, and this guy's name is Biplane, and Biplane is on a death mission to destroy Denver, obviously, and, um, the Immortal really isn't taking this guy seriously, um, because... Uh, biplane starts kind of monologuing a little bit up in the sky and the immortal is basically like, you know, the, the, the suspense is killing me. I want to know what your little plan is. Just saying. And he's like, my plan. It, it's my last hurrah. I have cancer in my lymph nodes. I'm a goner. Doc says I have got a month or less to live. And I'm going out with the bang. And you see that he has a bomb strapped to him. Laced with enough cart... Cart... genogenous Cart... I, I don't know how to say that. Enough material to basically make Denver glow in the dark. And it's basically kind of has like a nuclear bomb. Hazardous bomb type of situation. And we see the Immortal go up quickly and grab him. Carcinogens! That's what it is. Carcinogens! I'm so stupid. He has enough carcinogens to and hazardous material to make Denver, like, blow up, kind of. And you see the Immortal run up, not really run up, fly up, grab him, he's like, and he's like, when in doubt, throw him into outer space. And then we get the thing that's happened before guardians of the globe report he's like on my way he's flying to utah so the guardians of the globe are in utah i would have never have thought of that you see the immortal go through a wall and he's in the guardians of the globe's secret base and he's like well what is the big emergency and red rush is like you don't know we thought you were the one who called this emergency meeting and you see dark queen and like and darkwing's like what the hell is going on and then out of nowhere the big reveal um fish man green ghost Um, war woman, Martian man, dark wing, I want to say dark knight all the time, dark wing, all suddenly die. And you see the immortal, the immortal is the only one left. And he's like, you coward, show yourself. You might have caught the others off guard by surprise, but I won't be so easy. You can't hide from me and he's like he looks over and he's like i never liked you the immortal gets his head lopped off and we end our issue with somebody saying the feeling is mutual and we find that the killer of the guardians of the globe is no other than invincible's father Omni man that's right Omni man is a bad guy so that is the end of issue seven when I first read this issue I was very surprised at the turn it takes at the end everybody's always like wait continue reading once you get through the big twist, which is Omni Man becoming evil, um, you things start to all fall in place. Um, which that is honestly most definitely true. Um, after reading this, I actually went and watched the first episode of Invincible, which the first episode covers uh, basically the first seven issues kind of compact and you know moved around a little bit i do feel like the tv show has more of an impact and they get get this really cool fight scene in the tv show with omni-man and the guardians of the globe in this they kind of just all die in horrific gory ways i mean like green ghost gets his head cut off uh Aquaman fish gets his head caved in, you know. War Woman gets her neck neck broken and stuff like that. I really like this issue. I really do wish we got to spend more time with the Guardians of the Globe because they are really cool characters, even though they are basically analogs to other characters that we already know, like Aquaman, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter. I like the- these takes on these characters um it's really cool to see an entire issue devoted to them and not mark mark is only in the first two pages of this book and we get so much story with what little time we get with these characters and it's fun to see and it's sad in which it gives more of an impact on them dying uh because they're not going to be showing up well one of them one of them is going to show up later but uh the other ones are officially dead uh slight spoilers uh one of them does show back up um if you've seen the tv show you know exactly what's going to happen but i loved how they got guest artists to come on and draw the different uh pages for the different superheroes because you do get a very nice um nice d- different types of art for each uh, character when you get little hints and details about their lives I really enjoyed it you know it it's a lot of fun it makes things move by really fast keeps the flow of the book going um they really nailed it with this book and I'm really interested to see where this goes. I actually know where it's going to go uh, when we move on because I've read up to issue 14. Is no, I've read up to issue 17. That's where I'm at right now. So um, the book does get crazier. Um, I hope you guys are enjoying me talk about this. I hope people go and check out Invincible, whether it's the TV show or the comic book. Both are really good, but both are different in their own um ways they do change things up within the comp within the movie within the tv show and the comic some things happen in different orders but they're still good and they still tell the same story um which i really love i love the art for this god looking all the at the red covering omni-man at the end all the blood is just crazy it reminds me a lot of um Like that cover from like 300 where Frank, where all the blood was on that 300 cover. But yeah, this was fun. I loved all the little jokes uh, (laughs) with the characters and like, when in doubt, throw them in the space and stuff like that. It was fun. Uh, This is a very hard-hitting issue. And we are going to pick up with that on the next episode of this podcast with issue 8. Uh, go check it out. Whenever I decide to record it, I've been behind on my recordings. I am so sorry for that. Life has just gotten away. Um, and you know, that's sad to say, but I do, I'm still making it an effort to record these podcasts for you guys. Um, if you're new to the podcast, check out all of our other podcasts, like Welcome to Gravity Falls. And our main podcast, which is our topics that we do. And we talk about manga and movies and stuff like that. Go check it out. It's a lot of fun. It really is. We get into some really interesting conversations about life, collecting, manga, comic books, anime, stuff like that. Anyways, guys, I'm Mike. And this has been Mike's Invincible Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this particular episode. Take care. And thank you to all the people who are continuing to listen to, the, to our podcast that we create. I know there's not many of you, but we in, we are thankful to the people who uh, listen anyways. And share our podca- our podcast if you really enjoy it. You know, sharing our podcast is the best way for you guys to help us out. We don't ask for money. We just want you guys to share our podcast so we can get out to more people who like to talk about nerdy shit. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. I will talk you, Mike. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Stay invincible.